The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Into the Net FC, the soccer talk discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. I am your host, the Bear of Texas, and ladies and gentlemen, Paris Saint-Germain actually rejected the chance to sign Cristiano Ronaldo from Manchester United. Well, first things first, let me say that right off the fucking bat, there was absolutely no way in hell that... Manchester United sending Cristiano Ronaldo to Paris Saint-Germain would work out. Sure, PSG could have certainly, you know, paid a lot of money. Manchester United maybe definitely would have profited off of it. But we all know damn well that Cristiano Ronaldo at Paris Saint-Germain would simply not work out. Because... Out of all the reasons I can possibly come up with, okay, the main reason is they already have Lionel Messi, Kylian Mbappe, and Neymar. You have those three. Where in the hell do you plan on putting Cristiano Ronaldo? It is not going to work. Could you possibly put all four of them in in the same starting lineup, in the same freaking tactic? Maybe, okay, but with all the... Things going on right there. I mean, we all know it's just not going to work out. Ronaldo and Messi side by side. Yeah, we all know that something is bound to happen. Okay. We all know that's going to come to the point. The fireworks are going to happen and mayhem and chaos will ensue. Who knows just what the hell would happen. I mean, I know we all want to see Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi play alongside each other. But let's face it. It is not going to happen. You know what's interesting is that I am looking at a couple of sources that actually insist, and I do mean insist, that Cristiano Ronaldo apparently, quote, offered himself to PSG. Now that, honestly, I I really find it hard to believe. 
the fact that PSG actually rejected Cristiano Ronaldo. I mean, I'm just so now I'm actually t- telling myself. So did PSG actually finally decide to make a move that actually had any sense? Did PSG actually make something rare? They actually made the right move. I mean, let's be honest. They'll sign all the best players, but at the end of the day, do they are they considered good moves? I mean, you got to question that because Paris Saint-Germain still fails to win the Champions League. And of all the money they have spent for God knows how long, well over 10 years now, and again, as I've said so many freaking times, Paris Saint-Germain has been chasing the Champions League title for well over five years. They have spent all that money getting all... The top players, you know, Neymar and Pape, you know, recently Messi, which was last year, and they still have not gotten the job done, all right? So it seems to me that even if they had somehow gotten Ronaldo, even if the new manager, Christophe Galtier, was to find a way to actually use Ronaldo, Messi, and Pape, and Neymar in the same freaking formation, I still refuse to believe that PSG would actually win the Champions League. And even if PSG were to win the Champions League in that way, you know what? It took four of the best players in the world to win the Champions League. It took having them all four at the same time in the same formation to get it done when they had been chasing the title since 2017. PSG is justifiably solidified at this point as the club with all the oil money in the world that just cannot win the big one. I have said that through writing my articles. I have said that on the show before. I have said that with such conviction, and I stand firmly by my statement that, once again, PSG is justifiably solidified as the team with unlimited oil wealth that just simply cannot win the big one. And I know that pisses a lot of people off, but you know what? It is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help me God. And you know what? The truth freaking hurts. Alright? I ain't gonna bullshit anybody, okay? PSG is so overrated. Alright? It's been proven. I mean, how much proof do we need when it's all been right there in our face, okay? PSG, a team that can easily eviscerate a small club because the big clubs, they fail to show up. Now, granted, I do give PSG credit because they, they have actually destroyed and beaten big clubs before. I mean, I'll never forget, in the Champions League of 2020-2021, they eliminated Barcelona, they eliminated Bayern Munich. That I will give to them, okay? But at the end, they came up short against Manchester City. And then last year, last season in the round of 16, when they had it, they were, when they had it, a 2-0 aggregate lead, they let that slip away, okay, against Real Madrid. So, and we saw how PSG did in that, in that group stage, losing that match to Manchester City, and then that draw against RP Leipzig, and even at one point, even I think they even failed to beat Club Rouge at one point, that Belgian club, I mean, come on. There you go. All that proof right there in our face, okay? You can't convince me that Paris Saint-Germain is a legitimate favorite for the Champions League next year. You can't convince me. So that tells me that it's bullshit that Cristiano Ronaldo had any desire to play for, to play for PSG. I mean, if these sources strongly insist that he offered himself, that honestly, in my opinion, is a load of crap. And then several other sources actually state that it was Ronaldo's agent, Jorge Mendez, who actually offered Ronaldo to PSG. You know, it doesn't matter at this point because it's unconfirmed 
fully unconfirmed if Ronaldo himself offered himself to PSG or if it was Ronaldo's agent because the bottom line is what is truly confirmed is that PSG rejected Cristiano Ronaldo. They did not want him, okay? Now, recently there has... I would say like that he has been linked possibly with PSG as of late, but you know what? It's not the first time that Cristiano Ronaldo has been linked with Paris Saint-Germain. Because I've actually got a piece right here from October 2nd, 2012 from Bleacher Report. That Cristiano Ronaldo to PSG was a rumor that was going on out there. And the headline of this piece, the title I should say of this piece, is, and I quote, Cristiano Ronaldo to PSG, is there any truth to the rumor, unquote. And again, this was from October of 2012. Huh. And as I'm reading, I'm just like, apparently... And th- and this thing insists that that PSG and Ronaldo's agent had been in, had been in contact, okay. But this is just addressing a certain rumor that had been going around and asking if, if if it was true. So this is basically nothing much to go on, okay. I mean, of course, you know, during that time, of course, you know, PSG in 2012 had recently been a year removed from you know from the from the new owners, you know, with the oil money and everything. So. So PSG had already been in a, in a position to actually be able to get Cristiano Ronaldo. So right now I kind of feel like that's one of the biggest what-ifs. What if PSG had gotten Ronaldo back in 2012, but nothing ever materialized out of it? So honestly, we have to stick to it as a rumor. Now this is actually more of a report, but sometimes in my opinion a rumor and a report seem to be the same thing, but a report seems to be more convincing than a rumor. But this is from May 30th, 2018, that PSG wanted Cristiano Ronaldo and that they were prepared to pay a sum of 150 million euros to, to Real Madrid in order to get Cristiano Ronaldo. And again, this is from May 30th, 2018. So this is how this piece starts, says, and I quote, Paris Saint-Germain have reportedly told Real Madrid they want to sign Cristiano Ronaldo this summer as club president Nasser Al-Khalifi looks to complete his dream frontline of the Portuguese star Neymar and Kylian Mbappe. And this is where it kind of says, so PSG was willing to pay 150 million euros, which would be the sum of 131 British pounds, to sign Ronaldo. And Ronaldo had a release clause of $1 billion in, in, uh, in euros, all right? And that PSG was willing to pay him a net salary of 45 million euros to bring him on the same level of the salary of, of Lionel Messi, who, of course, was still with Barcelona at the time, unquote. So I don't even know if I said unquote because I got so caught up this whole thing, but... <sighs> now, ironically enough... Ronaldo actually would end up departing Real Madrid, but he instead went up, went over to Juventus. So, and honestly, the I really asked myself, you know, I wonder how PSG must have felt the fact that Juventus actually got Cristiano Ronaldo while they couldn't do it themselves. And and, and that's curious, you know, to the point that you want to bring up exactly how much. Juventus paid in order to get Cristiano Ronaldo. Hmm. Oh, boy, oh, boy. I mean, this whole thing is just... You're just like... You don't even know what just what the hell is going on now, do you? So, even though, so as we remember, in July 10th of 2018, 
Ronaldo signed a four-year deal with Juventus, and it was a basically a move of 100 million euros. Okay, although it included an additional 12 million in fees and others contributions because Ronaldo with, with involving Ronaldo's uh, business ventures and youth clubs and everything like that. So, so the fact that Juventus they actually sold Ronaldo to Juventus, which if if I'm reading it correctly, is is less money than what PSG offered. Huh. I mean, that's got to be pretty humiliating for PSG because, again, according to this, PSG was willing to pay 150 million euros to sign Ronaldo, okay? And Juventus paid 100 million euros to actually to get, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo. So, a 50 million euro bon uh, not bonus, a 50 million euro difference. Lost my, uh... Train of thought there for a second. And honestly, as we know, when Ronaldo said that the transfer was because of the lack of support he felt you know, from the uh, president of Real Madrid, who would be Mr. Florentino Perez. So, you know, honestly, in, in my honest opinion, I probably would have felt better going to Juventus than Paris Saint-Germain. Because, you know, at, at least, you know, him going to Juventus, he wouldn't have to worry about, you know, Having you know sharing the spotlight you know and being in a conflict with Mbappe and Neymar, so Ronaldo going to Juventus over PSG. In my honest opinion, that's pretty much a no-brainer. All right. So you know, and I'm glad they you know into this because you know talking about this whole thing with PSG and uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. So and, and from this piece in 2018, and and this piece came out in, on May 30th, 2018, and of course you know, not long after that. The, the move to Juventus, about a month, uh, almost a month and a half later, Ronaldo moved to Juventus. So, oh boy. So now, you know, uh, basically today, okay, ESPN and Bleacher Report actually put out respectable pieces about Paris Saint-Germain rejecting Cristiano Ronaldo, like turning the t t down the opportunity to get him, all right? Now, again, I do agree with Paris Saint-Germain because, again, they got Messi, they got Neymar, and Mbappe. They already got way too much on their plate. They don't need to add a whole lot more, okay? They've already made the situation stressful enough considering that despite all that firepower, they were eliminated from the Champions League in the round of 16 after blowing a 2-0 aggregate lead. I mean, PSG is under a lot of stress, okay, because of their inability to win the Champions League. And once again... They, it is justifiably there's it's justifiably solidified that they're a team with that money and they can't win the big one. And honestly, the way the way I see you know, I'm actually trying to find out if, if Fabrizio Romano said anything about this whole thing with Ronaldo and PSG. And so far, I don't see anything. I'm actually scrolling down right now. So, well, he, he Romano did actually say something six hours ago about uh, PSG, but it has nothing to do with Ronaldo. So. So I'll be honest, I'm actually very, very surprised. And I'm actually going through it one more time just to, just to be clear. So Fabrizio Romano had nothing to say about this whole thing with PSG and, and Cristiano Ronaldo? Huh. Okay, now, now I... Okay. Well. Okay, well this is something that he basically retweeted, but... Yeah, but, but this has nothing to do... This doesn't even involve PSG, so... The fact that Fabrizio Romano had nothing to say or didn't even say anything about PSG and Cristiano Ronaldo, I mean, that, that's really what amazes me. So that tells me that these were all reports and rumors, and it was more than likely nothing was to materialize off of it. But the fact that ESPN 
and Bleacher Report mentioned that PSG turned down the opportunity to sign uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Huh. Oh, that that that's that that's just beyond me. <laughs> that is just beyond me. And now, according to this, ESPN sort of confirms it. Okay. But the Bleacher Report title says that it starts by saying Cristiano rumors PSG turned down offer to sign Manchester United star. Okay. So at this point, I, I think it's safe to say that the whole thing with Ronaldo and PSG, it's basically dead in the water. Okay. Now, it's been going on for a while now that Ronaldo wants, wants out of Ma- Manchester United and... And, and, and I don't know what's going on. And Manchester United recently completed their first signing under the under new manager, uh, Eric Ten Hag. So, honestly, I, I don't know if Eric Ten Hag has actually spoken with Cristiano Ronaldo yet. But from what I understand, Ronaldo is currently not with the team. As you know, Manchester United actually played their first uh, preseason game against Liverpool. And by the way, yeah, interesting enough, of course, in a... Preseason club friendly exhibition. Manchester United obliterates Liverpool four to zero, and I swear to God, I saw Manchester United fans celebrating like like the whole thing was huge. Yeah, and this game was actually in Thailand. So from what I understand, Cristiano Ronaldo is currently not traveling with the club as we speak. So so I don't know where the club is as far as as far as um Cristiano Ronaldo goes. Excuse me, kind of had a. Um, some hiccups, so, anyway, and seeing this game, you know, seeing, you know, Jane Sancho score a goal, Anthony Martial score a goal, <laughs> well, that's definitely good, now, and I definitely want to see that in the regular season, I mean, I'm looking at the starting lineup, and the starting lineup is basically the, as at full strength, David De Gea was at the goalkeeping position, Martial was, at, was the lone striker, and then you had Sancho, Bruno Fernandez, and Marcus Rashford right behind Martial, and then McTonamay and Fred in the midfield position, even Rafael Varane and Victor Lindelof and Luke Shaw all starting the match. I mean, a 4 by 2 by 3 by one formation used by Manchester United. So... <laughs> So Manchester United went, went full strength. It was good to see, you know, Van de Beek and Anthony Longa actually got in, you know, played a little, little bit of time. So, and, and as far as Liverpool goes, you know, Roberto Firmino actually started, but, uh, you know, uh, the, none of the original stars, you know, Ibrahima Konate, Van Dijk, Fabinho, Mohamed Salah, all those guys didn't even start, but they did come into the game, and Darwin Yunus as well, but, again, this was a Preseason club exhibition. This is, I mean, Manchester United. Maybe they're showing signs of being better, but hey, it's a preseason game. They they need to do this in the actual EPL games. They need to do this in the Champions League. Except the Manchester United is not in the Champions League this season, and they don't des- and rightfully so because they don't deserve to be in it. But the bottom line is, if Manchester Manchester United beating Liverpool four to zero in an exhibition game, I mean, come on, that's nothing to get arrogant about. I mean, and not say that it doesn't mean anything at all, but hey. Like if you can do that in in a in an exhibition game, there's no reason for them not to do it, you know, in the regular EPL game. So, anyway, I know I kind of went off subject, but anyway, so this whole thing again uh, with uh, Cristiano Ronaldo and uh, PSG again, that's dead in the water. But honestly, right off the bat, I knew that there was no way in hell it was going to work out, and you know, and and this story from Bleacher Report, you know, by uh, Aaron Walsh, a writer for Bleacher Report, this was actually released earlier today. This this um 
writer Aaron Wallace brought up a good point saying, and I quote, it would not make sense for the Parisians to pursue Ronaldo with an attack that already includes Kylian Mbappe, Lionel Messi, and Neymar. The club's new manager, Christophe Galtier, will already have a tough enough time putting those three in, on the pitch together as he prefers a three-man defense, which results in the club running a 3 by 5 by 2 scheme or a 3 by 4 by one by 2 So, yeah, absolute good point. But either way, it's, it, it, there was no way it would actually happen. Again, think about it. Ronaldo, Messi, Neymar, and Mbappe. Is it really possible to have them all four at the same time? I mean, maybe if you have one of them as a, as the sole striker, then you have the three all three of them behind them. Maybe it could work. But again, because of their statuses and things like that, we, we don't want to risk risk it like that, honestly. And then if PS if that happens with PSG anyway, and PSG still gets embarrassingly eliminated from the Champions League next season, hey, that thing like I said about being justifiably solidified as a team that can't win the big one. Well, that level of justifi- of justifiably solidified just went up a hundred more. Uh, just went up an- another hundred percent. So, and in Ronaldo's case, I again I say that there is no way in hell that Ronaldo would have a desire to play for PSG. He knows the environment of PSG. Okay, he knows uh, all the drama going on there, and I know damn well that he wants absolutely no freaking part of it. So to end it right there, we all knew that it wasn't going to happen. So therefore, PSG rejecting Cristiano Ronaldo is not surprising because we all know it simply was not going to happen. Ladies and gentlemen, Into the Net FC is probably brought to you by Fanatics. Fanatics is your number one place for fan apparel. Fanatics offers over 500,000 items from all the top brands from the National Football League, the National Basketball Association, Major League Baseball, the National Hockey League, and even Major League Soccer as well as the European clubs. So, are you looking to shop at Fanatics? All you have to do is find the link in the episode description and you can start shopping right now as well as save a lot of money. Into the Net FC is also brought to you by Fans Idea. Design your own team jerseys from Fans Idea for as low as $24.99. Custom jerseys made in seconds through the use of customizable templates. Start now. Design the perfect high quality. No skills are required. It's fast and easy. And folks, it only takes a few seconds. So, are you ready to customize your own sportswear? All you have to do is find the link in the episode description and you can start customizing your own gear in a matter of seconds. And ladies and gentlemen, Into the Net FC is available to you on all streaming platforms including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you all very, very much for joining me today and I will see you all next time. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. 
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. 